We're glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Now, if you try to say that that means you ought to just always keep praying over the same thing the same way, then you're going to violate everything that Jesus taught about prayer. Because he said, don't use vain repetition as the heathen do. Pray this way, our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. In other words, there was not one repetition in that prayer. He prayed it, he said it, he believed it, and that settled it. But you hear people say, oh yeah, but Jesus is teaching us in this parable of the unjust judge that we ought to just keep on keeping on and just wear him down and he'll finally do it. Well, now that's where we've got off track and we traveled this religious road of praying. And I think if you haven't discovered it yet, you will before long, that that's not the way that Jesus taught in prayer. All right, we're here in Luke, the 18th chapter. Now listen to what Jesus said. He's telling a parable. Verse 2, he spake a parable unto them, saying, There was in a city a judge which feared not God, neither regarded man. Now let's just stop right there. Let's take this just a verse at a time. There was in a city a judge which feared not God, neither regarded man. Now here's the key to understanding that. How could that be God? He's unjust. He doesn't regard God or man. Couldn't be God he's referring to here. Couldn't be a type of God, could it? And see, if you use this and say, now, this is Jesus teaching us to do this to God, then we're having to say that the judge then, the unjust judge, is a type of God. He's not a type of God. He's a type of the devil. He is a type of the devil. Now, listen to what happens. And there was a widow in that city. She came unto him, saying, Avenge me, my adversary. A widow woman. I mean, she has nobody to take up for. I mean, what political pull could she possibly have? Why in the world would the unjust judge want to be moved by her? He doesn't regard God or man, much less a widow woman. But now listen to what she does. There was a widow in that city, and she came unto him, saying, I mean, she's talking while she's walking. She come in there with her little finger pointed at him and said, You will avenge me of my adversary. Notice, that is not a request. It is a demand. She demanded. A widow woman demanding of an unjust judge that does not fear God nor regard man. But I want you to know she got a request. Not request, she got her demand. And he would not for a while, but afterwards he said within himself, Though I fear not God, nor regard man. Yet because this widow troubleth me, now notice, here's the key, this widow troubleth me, I will avenge her, lest, now notice the word lest, lest by her continual coming. She weary me. Now listen, he's troubled. He's troubled in his head. You know what's troubling him? He can see that little bony finger, and he can hear that voice saying, Avenge me, my adversary. Not, would you please, if it's not too much trouble? 
She says, do it now. <laughs> and he says, that woman's coming back. I know by the tone of her voice. She's not going to take no for an answer. But now here's what we've missed. She hadn't come but one time. She never did come but one time. Says she came to him saying. There's phrases in the Bible that said Jesus came unto them saying. Didn't mean that he walked up there and said something to him and walked off and walked back and said the same thing. It meant he was talking while he's walking. He was coming to them saying. She came to him saying, you will avenge me my adversary. He would not for a while, but afterwards he changed his mind. Now notice, this widow troubleth me. He's only troubled now. But if she continues to come, she will weary him. Now if she'd been continually coming, he would already be weary. Y'all still out there? Did you go home? So when she came the first time, she troubled him. And when he went to bed at night, he couldn't sleep. He said, she's coming back. I better do it, lest she continually come and weary me. Now listen to what Jesus said. And the Lord said, hear what the unjust judge saith. In other words, hear what the devil's saying. And born again Christians filled with the Holy Ghost don't know when to quit. When they demand something, I might as well give up to it because they ain't going to stop. They're going to keep on keeping on until it's done. They're going to demand their rights until it comes. So I might as well get out of there now. I tell you, that's shouting ground. Now remember, this little widow woman. See, the widow is a type of a believer. You get over in Isaiah and it talks about the widow. Now, notice. The Lord said, hear what the unjust judge saith. I will avenge her. Now listen to what Jesus said. And shall not God avenge his own elect which cried day and night unto him, though he bear long with them? Shall not God avenge? Now see, he's not comparing this unjust judge to God. He's making a contrast between the unjust judge and God. The unjust judge gave in to the demand of the believer because he knew they wouldn't quit. They demanded their rights. But now listen to what he says. I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Who? God will avenge them speedily. He won't be like the unjust judge saying, ah, not going to do it now. God's already said yes to his promises. He'll avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man cometh, shall he find faith on the earth or this kind of faith on the earth? That you would face the unjust one and demand your rights. I believe he's going to find it, don't you? I believe when Jesus comes, he's going to find us demanding of the devil. See, we're not demanding of God, we're demanding of the devil. Get your hands off my finances. Get your hands off my family. I break your power in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. You foul, deceiving spirit, you will have no part in me. I break your power in the name of Jesus. Shall not God avenge his own elect that cry day and night unto him? Now, don't be misled by the wording here. Or the first verse up here where it says that men ought always to pray and not faint. 
Now, talking about praying about the same thing, if it is, he's violating everything Jesus taught about prayer. That means if you prayed this morning and you had a financial need, in this afternoon at 4 o'clock, that financial need's not met, but you had a sudden pain in your right side. He said, don't give up and faint because you hadn't got the other prayer answered yet. Go ahead and pray about that too. You hear people say, well, I just don't have faith in prayer because I prayed and God didn't answer that. Don't give up and turn coward and quit. See, that's where Satan steals it from you. The understanding of it makes you just hang in there. You just keep praying. And you just keep stacking them up and they'll start coming in on every wave. If you prayed the prayer of faith. Somebody said, I just stayed up and prayed all night. Just prayed all night about that thing. Well, if you had prayed in faith, you'd want to sleep. I guarantee you, if you prayed all night, you was in unbelief most of the night. You can't think of enough faith prayers to pray all night about the same thing. <laughs> now, I'm not against long praying if you want to pray that way, but you better have a lot of things to pray about if you're going to pray in faith. Because you can't stay in faith praying a long time about the same thing. There's just not enough faith words to say about it, man. I mean, it won't take you but about a minute to get through with that prayer. Take Elijah, for instance, the 400 prophets of Baal. And he said, well, y'all cry out to your God and the one that answers by fire, well, he'll be God. Well, they spent a whole day nearly cutting herself and crying out to their God. And finally came Elijah's time. And Elijah prayed, and what is it, about a 20-second prayer? And fire came down. Guarantee if he'd have prayed an hour, he'd been in unbelief about that same thing. You hear what I'm saying? If you're praying a long time, you better be praying about a lot of things. Or praying in the Spirit, or you're going to get in unbelief. Hallelujah. All right. Jesus said, hear what the unjust judge saith. Well, what the unjust judge say? Well, even though I fear not God nor regard man, because this widow troubled me, I'll avenge her, lest by her continual coming. In other words, I know that woman. She is not going to give up. She is going to keep demanding until I do it. Now notice, she's not requesting. You don't demand God to do anything. You request of God. But you demand of the devil. Get your hands off my finances. Get your hands out of my business affairs. In the name of Jesus, I take authority over you. Pray the prayer of faith. Jesus is teaching the very opposite of what most people thought he was teaching here. He said, I tell you that God will avenge them speedily. Hallelujah. Thank you so much for joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, our book offer all this week is book offer number 7507. It's entitled, How to Avoid Tragedy and Live a Better Life. A 109-page paperback for $8 plus $3 postage and handling, total of $11. Now, in this book, we give you insight into how to escape many of the things that the enemy would have to come your way. You need to know that God is not the destroyer. Satan is the destroyer. You know, when Adam and Eve were driven out of the garden lest they should eat of the tree of life and live forever after they had sinned. Now, God said you can eat of all the trees of the garden except 
this tree. Well, Eve sinned, Adam followed along with her, and evidently that sin poisoned their tongue. The scripture says a wholesome tongue is a tree of life. The closest thing you're going to get to the tree of life in this life is watching the words you speak. Choose your words carefully. Now, in the scripture we find, Whosoever hearkeneth to me shall dwell safely and shall be quiet from fear of evil. Proverbs 1, verse 33. Well, let's take a look at what Job said in the light of that scripture. For the thing which I have greatly feared is come upon me, and that which I was afraid of is come unto me. I was not in safety, neither had I rest, neither was I quiet, yet trouble came. Isn't that amazing? When the principle of fear and defeat and disaster were set in motion, they produced the very thing. Job did more than just fear. He greatly feared. He was highly developed in his fear. You should resist fear like you resist the devil. It is God's will for you to walk in peace and in safety. Whosoever hearkeneth me shall dwell safely and shall be quiet from fear of evil. There's authority in words. Book offer number 7507. It's entitled, How to Avoid Tragedy and Live a Better Life. A 109-page paperback for $8 plus $3 postage and handling, total of $11. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this Charles Capps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.